What's happening, guys? Um, so exciting news for one of the blonde summits. I'm actually off to Italy. However, you still will have Rosie. She's still going to be holding the podcast and she's going to have a special guest. Um, so yeah, tune in as always. Thank you uh, for your support. And, um, I'll be sending my love from the sunny beaches of Italy. Ciao for now, and I will see you next Tuesday. What's up, guys? You are listening to the Blonde Summit podcast. Today, I have a very special guest on with me. It's actually Blonde Summit's first ever guest on the podcast. He is a YouTuber and Twitch streamer, over 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, over 21 million views. I know him as Babe. It's Darren from Republic of Play. Hey, how's it going? I didn't even know that about 21 million views. Yep, I looked cool. it up. I did my research. Um, so, how's your day going? How's it been? Pretty good. Just been. Working on YouTube all day, recording videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. I've been prepping. I'm actually really nervous because I feel like you're just really good at all this, like audio and entertainment, and you've kind of interviewed people before, and I just never want to look stupid in front of you. So I'm like, oh my God, I hope I don't mess it up. No, I don't think you can mess it up. I, I've been super impressed with how you've been doing. I mean, so for those who don't know, I added a little podcast just for a very short time using the same mics that I gave Rosie. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Yeah. So... These, I initially did a podcast with my friend, but we didn't stick to it because COVID happened. We wanted to meet up and actually do it in person and uh, we just got separated. But basically, my audio quality using the same equipment was not as good as yours. So but I've been super impressed with how you've done. Yeah, well, I've kind of throughout the episode, it's kind of like, um, it's just a learning process. It's just trial and error a lot of the time, I feel. Yeah, well, it was great to see. I mean, you were like looking up guides and figuring it out on your own. I didn't have to like you know, baby you and explain everything to you. you, you know. Yeah, like you definitely showed me at first, but then I kind of, you know, obviously it's it's my project, it's what I want to do, so then I just kind of looked up how to make the sound better and mm-hmm. hopefully it just gets better in time, everyone. So straight away, I mean, obviously, you know, I said you're on YouTube, you do Twitch. You must get asked this all the time. And even I get asked it all the time. Whenever I mention that you do YouTube, everyone of all ages, even people who are young say, how do you make money on YouTube? Yeah, well, it's basically a um, combination of things now. You can make money in lots of different ways. But the main source would be ad revenue. That just comes from placing ads into your videos. So if you have a video that's over eight minutes now, I think you can place multiple ads. If it's less than that, you just have a standard amount. I think now you have to have something like, there's like some path to partnership or something where they've cut out the minimum. They basically made it a rule so that you have to have at least like some certain amount of subscribers, a certain amount of watch time. So you have to be doing YouTube for a little while and have a certain amount of views before you can start to monetize your content. And then you can just basically place ads on it. You'll get little banner ads and things like that. But a lot of people use um, ad blocker and things, so they miss ads. So there's other ways to do it, like you can become a channel member by joining, or if you stream on YouTube, you can also have like super chats and things like that. So there's a few different ways. And then of course, outside sponsorships, if you ever start to start doing well and getting decent views, then companies will basically just look for you and look for your look at what your audience uh, demographics are to see what they'd be interested in buying and then uh, yeah you can just run ads within videos so they can't skip them do you ever think that when you mention that you're a youtuber to someone and they you know they hear stories do you think that people automatically assume that you make lots of money um 
Most people, if I ever tell them what I do, they ask how big I am. I think they want to know that that first, and then they probably assume they want to know the fame. Yeah. So if I say, "Oh, hundred thousand subscribers," I think they do assume that you probably make a pretty good living and you're probably like really well known. But I've had those, you know, I've built up those those subscribers over like five years、um, and even longer, really. So they're not all like super active, and、uh, you know, some videos I do might get like fifty thousand views or hundred thousand, but then some others only get like ten. So it's not like I have a super engaged audience. So it's not as e- it's not as cut and dry as it might seem, or it, at least it used to be. I'd say even a few years ago, how many subscribers you had used to be pretty much how many views you got, and that used to be a good indication of how successful you are. But now it's kind of changed a bit. You can have really high hitting videos because of how the algorithm works. It just sends your videos really far, and you can make really good money that way. So for me, anyway, it's really unpredictable. Some some months are like insanely good, and then some are just like pretty standard. On the average, things have been going pretty good. I mean, last few years anyway. It's been building up all the time, so that's good. Yeah, I feel like with、um, you know YouTube channels, because there's so many out there now, people will just subscribe quickly. And yeah, they might check out your channel for a while, but they might still be subscribed. They might move on to something else, and then only check back every now and then, just because there's always something new. There's always a new trend. There's always a new funny person doing new videos. What people seem to do is they binge the same type of content and then they move on. Yeah.、Um, so if they have something that if you've seen a video that you like, you'll be recommended the same type of video from that creator if they followed up on the same topic or something similar. So you're definitely encouraged to kind of double down and do the same content over and over. But I have this weird broken thing in my brain where I just don't want to make the same video again or cover the same thing twice. I try to do things once and then move on. I just like variety, I guess, because、um, I obviously play games, so I like to cover different games instead of just one thing that people ask me about over and over again. But、uh, it's definitely like an uphill battle doing it that way. But、um, if you stick with it, eventually you can kind of break through. So, how long have you been on YouTube?、Uh, well, I guess I started. Well, me and my friend used to watch other YouTubers when we were like, I don't know what age, but back in 2013, and we'd play around with it as a hobby, just messing around, making. I'd make videos of me and him. Basically, just dicking around and having fun, and then、um, I purchased a, a PC that was quite expensive for the time. After I had my first job, in anticipation of a game coming out, and the game didn't do that well, and I had a lot to say about it, so I decided, oh, I'll just make videos on it. And I basically doubled down on doing videos for that one game,、uh, and that was in 2013. Or yeah, that was in 2013. So technically, since 2013, but full time,、um, only just about four years. So yeah, coming up to four years in August. Little birthday.、Mm-hmm. What do you think the biggest misconception is that people have of you being on YouTube?、Um, I think a lot of people,、uh, when they think of what、well, depends how casual they are, like、uh, what kind of person you're talking to.、Um, if people aren't into watching gaming videos and stuff, they might assume that you're really loud and and boisterous and stuff. Like you know the way like people will know or might have heard of like Logan Paul or Jake Paul, and they hear about all the controversies like YouTubers get into. But that's like a really different type of YouTuber to someone that does. I do game reviews. You know, it's I'm not out there like setting bins on fire or whatever. You know, so not yet. Yeah, that's why I'm not as big as them, basically. But um, yeah. So I guess that I mean, yeah. It's just it just depends who who who's asking the question. Gaming YouTubers might understand a little bit more, but even still, I think a, a common misconception is that like you're probably like just like hyped out of your mind and like in YouTuber mode all the time and like trying to hype people up all the time. Um. But I think I, I have an older audience, about well, not that old, but like in their thirties, and I think they gravitate towards me because I just am pretty calm all the time, so and level-headed. I like to think anyway. I think you just gravitate towards people online who are 
similar to yourself. Yeah. Everyone just does that. Yeah, that's usually people. I mean, that's the type of content I watch, right? I don't watch people that are like, yeah, hyped out of their mind for different things or whatever. I like to listen to in-depth discussions and reviews, and that's kind of what the kind of the type of content I make, I guess. So, Our Blonde Summit listeners, they've definitely heard about you. I think you've popped up at least once in every episode, but oh, wow. I have, I've popped up in your streams. You've told little stories. So I feel like people, you well, know, you like, walk in on them. So yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I can hear you. Sometimes you tell stories. I, I'm not here all the time when you're streaming. So I can't eavesdrop all the time when my name gets dropped. So yeah, I feel like people probably that watch you have a bit of an idea of what I'm like. And then people who listen, listen to me have some ideas of you, but you don't you don't listen to the podcast too much, no. No, not really. Just because, you know, I listen to you talk all day anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much. But no, I honestly don't have that much time to listen to podcasts. I, I just I work all the time where I try to always be working all the time. And there's just loads of things I'd like to do, like read more books, listen to other podcasts that I follow as well. I listen to a couple episodes, I think, in total. And every now and then I'll listen to like the clips you post. But yeah, I just I don't, I just don't watch that much gaming content. I don't listen to that many podcasts. I, you know, my time is just all spent trying, like seven days a week, basically just always trying to make videos or make some sort of content or catch up on emails or do something. I'm always trying to like, because the more time you put into it, the more you get back out of it. You know, the, literally, if I spend more time doing it, I make more money. So it's very, and I grow faster. So it's a really um, incentive, incentive driven kind of job where it's like, oh man, if you just do this more, you know, you'll just do better. So taking the time out to listen to a podcast, I can't really do that, especially when I'm editing because I have to listen to my own voice or mm. listen to music or whatever the case is. I can't really listen to that many, like that much speech content, I guess. Yeah, I would say for me, the biggest misconception of doing like a podcast and trying to promote it is it's just so many little things that you have to do. It's like editing, it's adding the music and then finding clips to promote. It's just, it's so many little things that it's easy to do, but it just takes up so much time. Yeah, I kind of think of that. I, I think video editing is quite easy to do, but it is just like a really time-consuming affair. If you want to make it good, it takes a lot more time. But I guess if you're really, really good at it, you can do it quickly. I guess that's the thing. It's like, oh, it might sound, it might be easy to do overall. But I guess there are people who are really good at it that can make things really fast. And it's like, oh, I know how to do that. It would just take me like hours, but some people seem to be able to do it very fast. So I think there is a you can distinguish it that way. Like some people, if they're really good at podcasting, I'm sure they just sit down, record, they have very little editing and they just go publish the episode and they do great, you know? That's because okay, they're really so good I'm at it. Shit at it then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just, you know, I just think it's easy to say like, oh, this is easy to do, but it takes time. Well, it's like if it, you know, if it was that easy, everyone would be really successful at it. I think that's the differentiator. It's like the people who are really good at it, that is like, it, it might not seem like it, but they're working really hard to make it good, probably behind the scenes or improving themselves and stuff like that as well. I would assume. Mm -hmm. So our podcasts, we're very, we kind of have different topics every week. Um, and it's usually based on maybe some kind of controversy or drama that a celebrity is going through, something in the news. So I thought just based on the last few episodes that me and my beautiful co-host Vicky did, I'm just going to, you know, can you not make noise, please, while uh, we're recording? Thank you. That's going to pick up on the mic. Thanks. Thanks. Me drinking water is going to yeah, be picked up. Yeah, that little whistle, that's going to pick up the mic. Thanks. So, uh, yeah, I'm just going to ask you a few things about what we kind of talked about on the podcast just to see, just to get your opinion. Okay. So, straight away, last couple of episodes, me and Vicky have been talking about horoscopes, and we're both Virgo. I don't Same know if, here. Don't know if you've listened. No, no, no. Yeah, me and oh, you're right, both sorry. Virgo. Vicky's Aquarius. Oh, yeah. see, see, guys, he doesn't listen to the podcast. Do you believe in horoscopes? No. Any kind of weird superstitions, affirmations? 
No. Nothing? <laughs> what Because if... why, I mean, there's, why, it's like saying, do you believe in Santa Claus? Like, I just don't, there's nothing to it. There can't be, there's no scientifically proven stuff to back it up at all. Like, okay. other than it's a personal, you might feel like, oh, this, I, I tracked this and then this happened. I, you kind of link a coincidence that way. I don't dismiss people who like it, but there's just, I don't see why you might as well. It basically all boils down to, there's 12 different horoscopes, right? 12 different, uh, whatever they're called, star signs. That means there's only 12 different types of people in the world. I mean, that's that's what it boils down to, doesn't it? So that, mm-hmm. can't, that can't be true. Mm-hmm. I just don't believe that. So no little superstitions, things, no little numbers, times. What if I told you this is episode 13? <laughs> well, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I like the number thir- 13. Why? Well, it's just if you're going to, it's like how I like the number or I like blue. As a color. It's just, I don't know. It's just a number that stands out. I recognize it, but I don't think anything of my life revolves around it. It's just a number. I mean, numbers are man-made. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, numbers don't actually exist. It's just something that we come up with. Yeah, sure. But you like 13 because... Well, because there's a Roman legion that crossed the Rubicon. They're the ones to wage a civil okay, war. Okay, nerd. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they were the 13th legion, so yeah. But you, you asked, is that what okay. the, is that the answer you were fishing for? Yeah, Did you and know then that? you went on to, well, you know, humans invented numbers. Like, well, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just, I just, you asked me, do I believe in horoscopes? And, and if it's real, I mean, no, because it's just all made up. It's just, it's nothing really, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't begrudge anyone for liking it, though. It's fine. Yeah, same, same. That's uh, pretty much, pretty much how I felt about it. Yeah. yeah. I think one of our very first episodes um, it was big because in the news, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, they were together 20 years ago and they almost got married back then, but now they're back again together. Everyone is all hyped up about this relationship. And me and Vicky asked, asked each other, would we ever get back with an ex? Now, both of us, I mean, people know from listening to me all the time on the podcast, I've only ever had the one boyfriend and you're the same. You've only ever had the one girlfriend. Not trying to start an argument. I could if I wanted to. Trust me, I could if I wanted to. <laughs> Is there ever, you know, between the ages of like 16 and 21, you might think, yeah, you know, I might, I could get back with them, with someone who it could have been, whether it's, you know, timing is better now, or maybe you'd say you wouldn't get back with anyone because you can see like, no, no, the personalities will be different. Uh, No. Yeah. Looking back now, well, if you're asking me when I was 16, between the ages of 16 and 20, did I think then that I could get back with someone? No, looking back at maybe Looking back at it now. Yeah, any girls that were potential candidates, no? Well, there's one potential candidate, but this is awkward to bring up, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I said you could be vague. Well, there's one person I had basically almost like a one-night stand with, not not a full-on one-night stand, that I got on with really, really well. And I imagine that... I don't know. It was, we only knew, we only hung out for like that one day and then talked afterwards. But I imagine like she seemed nice. I think things would have been relatively good with with her. But the yeah, the other girls that I've been with, it's the further distance I've gotten from them. It's like oh my god, what was I thinking? Kind of thing, you know. Mm. What about so? Let's say you dated someone for a few years, maybe even me, and we break up. Do you think would you ever get back with the next? Well, we've been together almost ten years. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know if you get this, but whenever I say that, everyone's shocked. They're like, oh my God, when I say 10 years. Yeah, well, it is a long time, I guess. I mean, we've almost been, yeah, so I'm almost 30, you know, in, in five, seven years, we'll be with each other longer than we haven't been with each other. Oh I mean, that's that's how long we've, we've been together. So it's still a ways off before that tipping point, that halfway mark, but like, 
we're almost 30, so we've been together basically one third of our, of our lives, you know? So it's, it's quite a long time. I can see why people would react that way. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say, though, where I was trailing off with that. Would you ever get back with an ex? Maybe oh, if it was later? you, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So because we've been together so long... Well, I'm just an example. Well, you, you, well, we talked about before, like, I haven't been with someone before, but that, that one person, I, I was only with them one night, so maybe... I wouldn't be like against that, but the others no. And then if we broke up, would we think about getting back together in a couple of years' time or something? If that happened, I don't think so because we've been together ten years. I would imagine whatever broke us up was like some problem that it would. Ha- it would all depend on what broke you up. That's really what it's all about, right? Yeah, yeah. So it that I guess it's totally circumstantial. Like if someone cheated, maybe you could forgive them in time or something like that. Maybe, but you'd always be worried about that. But it's like, oh, apart from that, we always got along. But if it was something else where it was like, oh, we always had this problem and this is just eventually what made us break up. Well, then it's like, well, I don't want to go back then because it's good. That's always going to be there. Um, so that's kind of how I feel about it. It's like, yeah, it depends on the circumstance, I guess, of what, what caused it. Yeah, I mean, it was always, um, well, I think Vicky says, um, just don't get back with an ex. They're an ex for a reason. Yeah. Well, it's like if you can forgive them for the reason and that you can really honestly internalize it and put it away and be like this is not going to bother me anymore and and it's not a problem then i could see it but like if it's a a problem that was just like innate to their personality or something that cropped up year over year or it always happened or it's just something you knew about them that you didn't like it's kind of like it's not worth it yeah well then you're going back and you're trying to change someone you shouldn't try to do that if you feel like the person's the same then you're just going back and trying to change them but if it's something that they did and you can just forgive them for then they're the same person beyond that and you know you can well i guess you'd be fearful that they do it again whatever the thing was but yeah she's she might be right i mean there is so many people out there like why go why go back i guess you can just find someone else a few of the scenarios you know we won't stay too long on the topic but a scenario would be maybe because of long distance you ended up breaking up but maybe a few years later yeah Yeah, that's a great reason i think yeah Yeah. maybe try again because you never had a full shot at it so that's totally reasonable i guess so yeah well, did Vicky disagree with that? Not to retread what she would have said, I guess, um, but did she... Oh, no, she said... Oh, she was just like straight up, no, never no, go back to the she, next. she kind of had a story where something similar happened, where someone, I think an ex wanted to... He basically wanted to travel by himself, and she was going to go with him, and he kind of told her, no, 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 like you basically know. <laughs> yeah. So she she wouldn't get back with him. But I, was, I mean, you could try long distance, but I can understand if that's like, you know, a strong ultimatum yeah. for someone. I guess depend on the situation. Yeah. But that's an interesting one because it's like... It must happen all the time. Yeah. Well, it's just like, well, I guess they, that person, you know, never get back with an ex. So he just, I guess because he just left. I, I have a, Fair enough, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Got to listen to that episode, babe. So I guess you know, so, yeah. So you know what happens. Yeah. Do you have any favorite celebrity couples? So our our celebrity or just our couple name would be Dozy, Darren and Rosie. Well, that's like a nickname for someone who's stupid. <sighs> now we got to change our <laughs> name. <laughs> My dad would say like they're acting real Dozy, you know. Yeah, I know, but it's just meant to be like Darren, Rosie, Dozy. <laughs> Couldn't it be Raren? No, that's not good. <laughs> um, any, but yeah. Over the years, any fave celebrity couples you've seen pop up? Um recently spotted together an odd celebrity couple get your thoughts on it was angelina jolie and the weekend i don't know what the weekend is <laughs> he's a singer artist music artist okay he's like i can feel my face when i'm with you oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. i know the song um yeah i don't think i've ever seen the guy or know what he looks like um, you see it's definitely i would say it's an odd pairing sounds young though yeah it? yeah i feel like he's much younger than her 
Well, that's weird then, yeah. But for th- ones that I can think of, I can't really think of anything. Like, I, the people that, the famous celebrities that I might like, like, I like Leonardo DiCaprio and, I don't know, a few other, like, actors, I guess, like Tom Hardy and stuff, but they're not in, like, some famous couple relationship that I can think of. Not really. I remember... They're um, playboys. <laughs> a while ago... I just remember a couple of years ago with this, I was like, oh, did you know Justin Timberlake, he had a baby with Jessica Biel? And you were like, hmm, I wouldn't think of those two together, but I like it. Did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I could see it. Mm. Uh, so I feel like your homework for the next time, if you were to okay. ever come on the podcast again, if we invite you back, is to come up with a better nickname for us. It was a better nickname for mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm. To finish things off, though, I'm going to ask you, I'm excited, because me and Vicky always said whenever we get a guest on, we're going to ask them our seven blonde questions. Awesome. Can't wait. Ready? Let's go. First question. Blondes or brunettes? Uh, blondes. Yeah, obviously. In girls? <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Do you have a preference just, you know, to see in guys? Um, uh... Probably brunettes. I feel like blondes and guys, they're almost like evil or something, you know? I guess so, In, yeah. in aesthetic. I'm not saying they so are, prefer, but... prefer like, oh yeah, like They give hair, off that... Dark-haired guy, like lighter-haired girl. Yeah, because it's like blonde-haired guys gives off that like Aryan race vibe, whereas blonde-haired girls is just like some hot Swedish girl or something. Sure. <laughs> if you were stranded on a deserted island and you could keep one thing on you, what would it be? Oh man, I need time to think about that though. That's... What? Now you gotta be quick. So the plane's a, going down, man. They got, one, gonna, thing got one thing to grab. A deserted island, you can only grab one thing. <laughs> well, the first thing that comes to mind is Carl Pilkington took an encyclopedia with him, which is like one of the <sighs> most ridiculous, the most boring things okay. ever. I'll, I'll te- yeah, me and Vicky said, so I said that there's a thing that you can stab a tree with and it lets you drink the water. Vicky oh, said, you're thinking survival? Vicky said she'd bring a knife. A knife. So basically, you're going to be on here for a few years. Right. I was thinking more like Desert Island Discs, where it's like, choose the album that you take with you or choose the book that you I bring. I mean, if you want to um, die, you know, whatever, eight hours after the album's finished Well, playing, I, I, I'll tell you what I take. I take a, um, a survival guide manual. Okay. And the first thing it would say is, bring okay, your take your knife. <laughs> well, you can, you can fashion a knife out of things. Sure. Yeah. At least, at least this way you would maybe know what might be poisonous or what you can eat and how to, you know. Yeah, okay, Because that, the thing I'd probably worry about the most is, yeah, eating like some berries or something and just like it kills you. Okay, fair point. That's good. Yeah. Who's the worst guest you've ever had in your house and what did they do? You've lived in like college yeah, and stuff. Anyone come over where everyone said, well, they're not coming back again. I feel like... In college, everyone just makes a mess of themselves anyway, the so you can't judge. In college, yeah, loads of people would come over and just, like, wreck the place. But everyone did it, so it wasn't really a they're never coming back. I'm trying to think, like, yeah, I don't I don't know if anyone ever just came over and did something so bad. There might be some people that we didn't like that we didn't want them to come back. Oh, I know. One night, um, well, I didn't know the guy, but it was, uh, yeah, I was in college. I was sleeping in my bed, and it, there must have been parties going on or something next door. And just during the night, some guy, super drunk, just came in, lay down on the floor, and went to sleep. So I got up and I couldn't wake him up and I went next door or next next door, next, like the room over to my friend and we had to drag him out of the room and we just left him at our door and he started kind of waking up at our door and stuff. So, I mean, that's kind of the craziest thing I can think of is like, well, there's someone who's not welcome to come back. That was not a good guest. No. Yeah. No, he didn't. He wasn't a good guest. And he just, he like got one of my, he basically had a pillow just like between his legs and stuff. It's really weird. But he's kept his clothes on, at least. Some people like comfort. Yeah. Good cop or bad cop? Good cop. 
you'd be a good cop. I like to think so. So what about in a situation where you're the parent? We're parents. Are you going to be the good cop or are you going to be the bad cop? Um, I feel like I'd be the bad cop. Probably. Oh, I pick bad cop. We're gonna have to alternate. We're, both, we're, we're gonna both have to gonna switch be it out and parents. confuse the shit out of our kids. Um, well, it depends. If it was a girl, I feel like I'd be the good guy. Aww. If it was a boy, I feel like I'd be the bad guy. So that's the way it's kind of supposed to go. If you had a house fire and could save one thing, what would it be? My PC. It's my job, so I have to. I have to. Do. My cat. Oh my god. Yeah, I said, I said. I <laughs> So if there was a fire and it was like, well, she's go, an object. Go, go. Yeah, I imagine she made it. You would. Grab your PC, try and bring that out. Yeah. If there's I, a fire. Yeah. What but if there's no time? I'd have no, I'd have no job after it. I'd have no job. <sighs> it's not insured. You can take everything. <laughs> you can take everything with you, you think? Yeah, it's just a PC. I'll just leave all the what cables if, and monitors and stuff. What if the floor stuff? is falling beneath you and it's like the guy in those like Sorry, Indiana... Sorry, wait, wait, wait. You're painting a picture now where I can only take something that fits in my hand now. Well, it's like a fire. <laughs> I just never assumed someone would be like, well, you know, I'll just start opening, bringing the whole family safe out of the wall. I don't need like, to do... PCs are heavy. They're big. They're heavy, yeah, but I could, I could just pick it up and carry it. I would just immediately run over, unplug it, and just pull it, like drag it with me. Like maybe you could do a quick like mattress out the window, PC goes first kind of thing. No, that would, it would definitely break. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean no, it would have to. Be, I mean, I just basically chose the most valuable object. It's the thing that it was. It cost the most money. I just bought it, and it earned. It is my job, you know. Mm. So it's quite obvious. Like if it wasn't, let's say it wasn't. Well, we already said Nick's. She'd obviously just come with us. Yeah, I don't know. My phone, I guess. Is any, what, what did you pick? I said thanks. Well, okay. F- forget that. Say your object. Object, my phone. I say we're boring then. We both like <laughs> to pick the same thing. You know? I don't well, have any... Because we don't have any is, personal... Like anything that's really personal to you? Well, no. Just phone is more like, well, yeah, I can call for help. I can call an ambulance. I can let people know what's happening. Yeah. Call into work to be like, I'm not going to be in because there was a fire. And hopefully they believe me because I used that excuse the last five times. Yep, so, I mean, we just chose the most valuable things then, I guess. There we go. Not each other. We've no. never said we'd save each other. <laughs> Have you ever fully planned out a murder and how to get away with it? No, but I picture killing people all the time. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. It just depends on the circumstance. Like, I, I've i told you before, like, <laughs> I don't mind saying it. <laughs> I watch some really messed up shit sometimes on YouTube. On, not on YouTube. wouldn't put it there. Out but of like, curiosity. Yeah, just out of curiosity, I guess. I don't know, just in the habit of watching it every now and then. I don't watch it, like, daily or anything. But every now and then, you just... Actually, I've always watched it. Even as a kid, I used to watch these videos where they're, like, people basically in horrific car crashes. Don't know why I watched that, but used to anyway. And these days, I do. I still do that. So I feel like I can really picture what it would be like if I wanted to. <laughs> but I, I honestly don't... Like, I've never thought, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to kill someone and try to get away with it. It's more stuff like... I'll indulge myself. I'll be like in a crowded place. I'll be like in the supermarket and someone's really slow in front of me and doesn't get out of the way. And I'm like, oh my God, like, like they're so not aware of their surroundings. It's just that annoying thing of crowds, I guess. So I just picture like what it would be like to like, just, you know, whip out a gun, literally just shoot it and just picture it. And it's like, I can fully commit to, if I could get away with it and I was allowed to do it, I would do it. Oh, you'd, uh, you'd love the purge then if it was real. Yeah. Not if I could get away with it. I mean, more like if it was just allowed, I'd be like, because of what they did. I'd be like, yeah, I could totally picture it. And I get satisfaction thinking about it. It's like, yep, totally imagine them slumping into their trolley, falling over and just like pushing them out of the way. Jesus <laughs> This is, uh, I'm glad I clicked that the podcast is explicit. Yeah, well, you asked. 
Mm-hmm. But hey, it's better than being like, oh yeah, like there's someone I really didn't like and I thought about it for years instead. That'd be that'd be I weird. Guess I think so. Yours is just <laughs> more just like, like a really a quick fantasy. flash in the brain fantasy of what you would do. It's not the kind of crazy quiet cashier in the corner that is quiet every day for ten years and one day shoots out the place. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Last question. What is the best advice anyone has ever given to you? I don't know. <laughs> That's like such a difficult question though, isn't it? The best advice. Because these are things, these are good questions, but it's like, Matt, I wish I knew them beforehand. I could have yeah. thought about it, you know? Yeah. Um, because I can't think of like, I'm sure I've been given plenty of advice like throughout my life. Well, I feel like you tell me kind of like, don't ever worry or get too stressed about anything. Yeah. That's quite good advice. Well, it can depend on the situation, I guess, but... um. I don't know, because no one's ever told me. Like, I feel like I'm pretty hardworking and I try to tell the truth and stuff like that. I don't feel like anyone's ever told me to do those things. I've just done them or tried to do them. Well, do you want to, you know, maybe share your wisdom with everyone and come up with a, just a quick little advice? Because I say that as well throughout the podcast. I say like, oh, it's just me and Darren. We all just always say communicate and it's just always better in the end to be honest with someone. Oh, when it comes to relationships, yeah, 100%. You should always just never lie to your partner or try not to lie about anything. Like... Even when it comes to what, when people would probably say you should just do a white lie to make her feel better, I still try and tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just... He does, yeah. Yeah, because it's just better that way. Because then it'll... Because uh, for me, anyway, I have a very short memory. So I'll always have to try and juggle and try to remember what I said. If you're lying, you're always trying to like... come with a, You always have to keep up that front and that story. So I just hate that. So for me, it's just easier just to always try to be tell the truth. You don't have to be blunt about it, but just always, always tell the truth. Um, at least for relationships. And yeah, just consider what the other person is like going through. I always, I think good advice that I did or I thought about recently was just, I can't remember the exact quote or, or where I heard it from, but it's, it's just to st- like kind of step back from an argument and look at, like really take it from the other person's perspective and consider what they might be going through and then like run it through that filter and that scenario in your head. I think that's like a really useful thing to do because you don't always know exactly how someone interpreted something that you said or felt. Because sometimes we'll talk to each other and we get in little arguments where I'll say something and you take it like, in my opinion, you take it like completely the wrong way. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's not wrong of you to have heard it that way and to interpret it that way. Like I just, I had my intention and you heard it a different way than I intended. So I think it's good to just not like um, get really mad at that or get upset at that and yeah. be like, how could you, why do you take it that way? But like, look at why they took it that way. And it's like, be open to yourself that maybe I didn't explain it well, or I didn't say it right, or my tone was wrong, that kind of thing. So that I think that goes a long way. Um, yeah, I think the miscommunication that can be like, you just have to really explain, like, obviously, if you're misinterpreting what each other is saying all the time, you have to really talk that out and be like, no, no, I didn't mean that this is what I meant. And just you watch out for those things in the future. So hopefully, no one gets confused. Yeah. I think a really good thing as well is to look for a person's intent. Like what were they, what are they trying to do or intending to do? Like, like I don't think we've ever, at least not for a very long time, if ever like tried to upset the other person or betrayed them. You might no. think that because of something that happened, but it's like, did they actually mean to do that? Like that way? Did that really, do they intend for that to happen? Probably not. So like, if you, if you always look at the person's intent, I think that's a lot better than judging them based on whatever action just happened or something like that. So yeah, that'd be, that'd be my advice or I feel like I've heard that, you know, passed to me as well. So that's what I'd go with. That's good advice. Thank you so much, Darren, for being our first guest on the podcast. Where can everyone find you? Uh, yeah, so my YouTube channel is called Republic of Play. 
So youtube.com slash Republic of Play. And that's where I stream on Twitch as well, twitch.tv slash Republic of Play. And uh, yeah, that's basically it. And I think also everyone should take the advice of never getting Darren's way in the supermarket. Yeah. We all know what he's thinking now. Thank you so much to everyone for listening to this week's episode of Blonde Summit Podcast. We'll be back next week. Do you want to go with me? See, See you, you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday.